How's it going, guys? So we have a medium difficulty question for Renal Path for step one. This is not going to be a lengthy clip. We'll tell you exactly what you need to know, not waste our time. So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. The link is down below. Find me on Telegram. Recently created Telegram group and channel. Links are down below. Now let's start the clip. So three-year-old boy, two bacterial urinary tract infections during the past year. Right kidney is found to be non-functional and nephrectomy is performed. Question simply wants to know what we're most likely to see on microscopic examination of the kidney. Let's just walk through the answer choices here. Choice A, diffuse cortical necrosis, wrong fucking answer. For all intents and purposes, this is the same as acute tubular necrosis on USMLE. Okay, I mean, this is just the ischemic progression of acute tubular necrosis. Very, very rare to ever see this assessed in any way on USMLE, diffuse cortical necrosis. However, Acute tubular necrosis is extremely high yield and frequently assessed. So you, know, you need to know ATN, most common etiology for USMLE is acute ischemia, loss of blood due to surgery, trauma, uh, obstetric catastrophes. Also, uh, ventricular fibrillation, where let's say you have 30 seconds of decreased perfusion of the kidney, that can cause acute tubular necrosis. It's not pre-renal, okay? In the acute setting, the ischemia is causes acute tubular necrosis. Also, uh, drugs, gentamicin, okay, aminoglycosides, uh, rhabdomyolysis, uh, myoglobin is nephrotoxic, uh, IV contrast can all cause acute tubular necrosis. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, fire muscular dysplasia, also wrong answer. This is going to be a uh, narrowing of the renal arteries in women who are 20s to 50s stereotypically. So for instance, if you have a patient who's, do not confuse this with renal artery stenosis, okay? So for instance, if you have a patient over the age of 50 who has cardiovascular risk factors, diabetes, smoking, history of coronary artery bypass grafting, intermittent claudication, who has narrowing of the renal arteries and high blood pressure due to surge of brass, yes, that's renal artery stenosis due to atherosclerosis. However, fibromuscular dysplasia is going to be tunica media uh, proliferation in women 20s to 50s that will cause a string of beads appearance, okay? This is not renal artery stenosis. It's FMD, fibromuscular dysplasia. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, necrotizing glomerulonephritis, wrong answer. This is a buzzy phrase that refers to granulomatosis with polyangiitis, uh, formerly known as Wegener. Okay, Wegener will cause uh, uh, rapidly progressive glomerulonephritis and, and a buzzy phrase, necrotizing glomerulonephritis, okay? So a uh, rapidly progressive uh, glomerulonephritis, either Wegener, uh, it can also be good pasture, microscopic polyangiitis, Wegener, of course, is Cienka positive, antiprotonase 3 positive. We'll present with hematuria, hemoptysis, and head-itis, colloquially, which is some sort of issue with the head, like nasal septal perforation, mastoiditis, sinusitis, otitis. Wrong fucking answer. Choice D, thin glomerular basin membranes. Wrong answer, but this is a benign finding. This is a one of the most common causes of hematuria, in addition to IgA nephropathy, okay? So as I said, benign. Uh, some people just have idiopathic familial uh, thin glomerular basin membranes where they can have incidental uh, microscopic RBCs on urinalysis, okay? But it's benign. And these patients uh, live normal lives, have normal kidney function, okay? It's just something to be aware of, a benign finding, thin glomerular basin membrane disease, as it's called, even though it's benign, as I just said. Uh, choice C, tubular atrophy is the answer. Uh, this kid has chronic pyelonephritis. So genital urinary uh, anatomical abnormalities, such as posterior urethral valves, which can have a spectrum of severity. Kid fails to urinate at birth, or it can just progress through uh, infant age. Uh, and patient can also have uh, vesico reflux. That's another possibility. 
But the bottom line is when you've got a, a, a young boy who has urinary tract infections, there's going to be some sort of anatomical abnormality, which can increase the risk for pyelonephritis. So this kid has had, has a non-functional kidney. So he's presumably had, uh, they say two bacterial UTIs, which probably led to two bouts of acute pyelonephritis and uh, recurrent acute pyelonephritis can cause chronic pyelonephritis, uh, which will present buzzy as tubular atrophy, okay, uh, scarring, uh, blunting of the renal calluses, thyroidization of the kidney, quote unquote. Uh, but this might sound very nitpicky. I agree with you, okay? But it's not my fucking opinion. This is assessed on the step one material. Tubular atrophy, blunting slash scarring of the renal calluses is pyelonephritis. Okay, and it's due to recurrent acute pyelonephritis. Acute pyelonephritis in general, apart from genourinary abnormalities, anatomic abnormalities as risk factor, you should know also pregnancy is an important risk factor, okay? Progesterone slows ureteral peristalsis, as well as in third trimester, the, the uterus can compress the uh, ureters, okay? It's a, more of a lengthy tangential discussion. You know the deal. I'm going to continue to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. I appreciate your time. That's it.